This is a QAMR Berghofer Medical Research Institute podcast. We know younger people are worried about climate change, but we now know more. Climate anxiety is causing real suffering, impacting their ability to function in some cases, and psychologists are listening. Tara Crandon is a psychologist and researcher in our child and youth mental health program. Her team has published their research and they hope policymakers and leaders take note. Tara, what were you and your team seeing that inspired this research? Aside from my own interest in climate change issues, uh, I noticed that in my work as a psychologist, a lot of young people started coming into therapy and talking more and more about being anxious about climate change and the future because of it. And some of the young people that I have spoken to have been able to use that anxiety in helpful ways, like doing school environmental programs, going to a climate strike with their friends and family, doing a presentation or a school assignment. Then for other young people that I've seen as well, that anxiety has actually become quite overwhelming and it stopped them from being able to do the things that make them happy and the things that are important to them. So we really became interested in those different kinds of responses that we were seeing in young people and trying to figure out whether there would be common things or influences on those different responses. How does this anxiety show up? Well, I think for a lot of young people, it can be hard to focus on what's happening in the here and now when the future just feels so scary. It can affect their ability to focus at school. Uh, It can mean that they have trouble being present when they're around loved ones. Maybe they uh, don't feel able to make plans or look forward to the future. And then, of course, there are challenging emotions that come up uh, in response to climate change. And some of those emotions can be really distressing. And anyone can experience that as well, not just young people. And that might look like anxiety, but also grief, uh, longing, trauma, stress. We might see some of those emotions come up. Do you know who might be more vulnerable? Well, when young people can't use their voice or they're not included as part of the conversation, those will be environments where young people might feel more anxious about climate change, especially when they're having that challenge of feeling like the people around them or their government or their community aren't really doing enough or aren't really allowing them to be able to talk about it in a helpful way. Um, And then also for young people who have been and are being exposed to messages about climate change that use fear-based tactics. Um, So some of those messages might be found on the internet or on the news or social media And a lot of those uh, messages might be that climate change is apocalyptic, there's no hope, our planet is doomed. It might be images or videos of extreme weather-related events. Um, And some of those things might not necessarily be appropriate for their age, or they might sometimes sensationalize the issue of climate change rather than give us helpful or tangible strategies that we can implement 
And then, of course, when young people are actually exposed to climate change directly, um, so they might be living in places where they're impacted by climate change in some way, or maybe they notice that there are changes to their homes, to their land, their community, especially for those young people who are spiritually and culturally connected to that land. Uh, witnessing changes to that land um, might be something that can really trigger anxiety as well. Are they feeling dismissed? Well, the interesting thing that we found when we were doing our research was a very recent study that surveyed 10,000 young people from different countries, and that was for young people between the ages of 16 and 25. And what they found is that nearly half of the young people said that they felt dismissed in some way when they've spoken about climate change with other people. Uh, we don't really fully know the extent of that and whether that's also felt by people who are younger than 16, um, but hopefully that's something that we'll be able to investigate more in the future. How can we as family and friends help here? It can be difficult for some young people to let others know that they're struggling. Uh, so something that's really important is to make sure that there is a space to be able to talk about it and uh, for everyone to be able to listen to each other in a supportive and non-judgmental way in that space. And then, of course, if you notice that a loved one is really struggling and uh, maybe they're feeling hopeless Maybe they're having trouble sleeping, um, struggling to manage their schoolwork or starting to notice some issues coming up in their relationships. It can be helpful to ask what they might need and what we can try to do to help and respond to those needs. And for some young people, that might be talking with someone that they feel safe and comfortable with. And that might be a mental health professional for some young people as well. Do you know anything about those that are less anxious? That's something that's a bit challenging for us to be able to answer and we don't fully know that because there's not enough research right now to be able to tell us. Um, but the important thing that I, I want to bring up here is that it's really crucial to recognise that at some level it is expected and it's okay and it's rational to be anxious about climate change. We're not really aiming for young people to be less anxious in the research and the work that we're doing. We want to try to help young people and support them in channeling that anxiety in helpful ways in ways that are meaningful for them or for the planet. Um, but some of the suggestions that we found when we were doing our research is that engaging in climate action can help, getting back into nature, having a good circle of support, engaging with the community. Those might be some of the ways that um, young people can try to manage their anxiety. What are some of the tools that we can all help ourselves with? The biggest thing to be mindful of is that our anxiety about climate change, uh, it's not going to go away until we address climate change. Uh, like any kind of anxiety that we have, uh, that feeling is a signal to us that we need to do something to manage whatever's threatening to us. 
something that is kind of contribute in the biggest way to helping manage anxiety is coming together and working on climate change issues. But smaller things are important as well, opening up a space for ourselves and our loved ones where we can talk about how we're feeling and in that space having compassion and patience and time for ourselves but also for other people too recognizing that it is okay to take a break from the issue of climate change it can be really overwhelming and it's not always possible for us to engage with the issue all the time that can lead to burnout so we do need to know our limits and give ourselves a bit of space and a break when we need it so being able to listen to ourselves with that And then also doing things that are important to us, like getting back to nature, listening to music, spending time with our friends, our family, our loved ones, um, and helping support our loved ones do that as well, engage with the things that are important to them. And lastly, really, if, if someone does need a bit of extra support, letting them know that it's okay to see someone professionally about it too. And sometimes people do need to hear that and to reassure them that it's okay and that it's important to seek help if that's something that someone needs. Thanks, Tara. This is so important. If you'd like to know more about Tara Crandon and her team's work or any of our research, QIMR Berghofer. Dot edu dot au.